Hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of It's About Bravo. I'm Zach. I'm Modesto. And girls, we've been trying to start this podcast for the past hour and a half. We've had technical difficulties. I can't get like my words out, which you guys know. If you guys are fans of the podcast, you know that I stumble on my words a lot and Mo has to catch up for me. But anyways, it's just been a mess. It's been a mess in the Bravo world. It's a mess over here at It's About Bravo. But you know what? We love a good mess here at It's About Bravo. So without further ado, let's get into... That's my opinion! So the first thing that I want to talk about on the podcast with Modesto here, even though he's rolling his eyes at me, is the Roni casting. So pause. This, guys, this has been a mess. But honestly... Zach talks so much like Kathy Hilton that I just have to scream all the time because it's always like, like he just said, the first thing that I want to talk of, like, like, I hate you. Anyway, did I do it again? You did it again. But listen, this is going to be a chaotic episode of It's About Bravo. It's already fucking chaotic, girls. So put your seatbelts on. It's going to be a bumpy ride. Let's talk about (laughs) Roni because we're fucking pissed. I'm pissed. I'm pissed. (laughs) I'm, I'm so goddamn it. mad. So, okay, let's start with Roni Legacy. The rumored cast has been out. Dumois has posted it because Dumois is like, I know they're a gossip site, but like Dumois has not gotten Bravo T wrong. And they only post about Bravo T like every now and then. And they're also New Yorkers. Like, I think that they are pretty on the nose about this casting. So, Zach, give it to us. What's the cast? Okay, well. We reported on the podcast before what the cast was supposed to be or what it was starting to shape up to, like based on rumors. And it's still changing. Like every day it's changing. But we have our first confirmed new housewife for the Roni reboot, which is Lizzie Savetsky. I believe that's her name. And she's the one that was casted on season six of Dallas. Like, I'm just really, con- I, that's really confusing for me. Like, did she just so what, move to get on to, like, Bravo? No, what again? I've read is she's always been a New Yorker, but she was staying in Dallas over COVID. Like, they bought a place. And I believe, um, like, once it wasn't picked up, she moved back to New York. So they were only going to stay in Dallas to be picked up. Um, she's the only one that's basically confirmed. The cast has kind of changed a little bit from the first cast that we reported. But um, what's different about this cast is a lot of the women are following each other and they're all commenting under each other's photos. Like, not even just recent photos, like older photos. Too. Like, I went back and dug deep. The one woman who has the most amount of followers, um, I don't have her name because I'm honestly not a professional and I don't do any type of work for this podcast ever, but um, she is head of PR at Vera Wang, which is crazy. And she's followed by like Khloe Kardashian. If you go onto her Instagram, Khloe comments a lot on her Instagram, which is strange because Vera's never, If I might be wrong on this, DM me if I'm wrong, but I don't think Vera's ever done one of the Kardashians wedding dresses. I don't think so. I don't think she's ever done Kim. I know Kim wore Givenchy to her first wedding or her wedding to Kanye. I don't know what she wore to the first one to that man. Um, Chris Humphreys. Yeah, that guy. But I mean, I've honestly, I've worked with a lot of people from Vera Wang when I've like been at different stores and I feel like it's a really cool fashion job to have. So I think that's a good like in the reports, but from page six are that they want to go like the influencer. Route also pause the- Kim wore Vera Wang for her wedding to that guy. Oh, did she? You know what? Listen, my mind, my mind. (laughs) You know that video that's like, I have the mind of a master. (laughs) 
<laughs> no, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm going to send it to you. Um, of course, you wear a Vera Wang. That's like, I feel like if you don't have big, big pool, like you always just wear a Vera Wang. Like Sarah Highland wore a Vera Wang, but like you have someone like Kim who wore Givenchy or like J-Lo who wore like custom Ralph Lauren. Crazy how J-Lo just got married. And thanks to Madison LaGroix. The all thanks to Southern Charm. Like I mean, like, up a fucking do, bitch. At least they're doing something because do, that, that's that, the season's me. terrible. But anyways, that's a tale for another podcast, <laughs> <laughs> and it's called not this one. Um, back to the Roni reboot, though. But oh, okay, so they want to go the route of like influencers. They want to go the route of women who have their own business because, like, the report by Page Six. So if we can take Page Six with a grain of salt, because as you know, Page Six has always been like the eighth or ninth housewife in Roni. Like, can we not forget that scene where, like, Tinsley found out that she was in page six and she was like, who fucking did that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what I want from my Roni, though. Like, I want, like, that chaos. And we're not going to fucking get that with these women. Like, I was telling Zach this earlier because, like, we literally have phone conversations that are basically this podcast. But we were talking about why Dubai isn't working or why it's not hitting. And it's not hitting because all the women are too, it's too polished. It's like, way it feels too polished. Way polished. And it feels like they're all trying to sell a brand. Like, even, like, today I was thinking, like, someone like Lisa, who on paper is an all-star housewife, but, like, nothing that she's... It's not landing. Like, that reunion trailer, nothing she was saying was landing. And I'm like, you're beautiful, you're stunning, you're gorgeous, you're a model, you're Linda Evangelista. Did you stone those tights? But, like... It's just not hitting. And I feel like for Roni, if they want to go this route, it's going to be the same shit. Like, we can't have this, this like, prim and proper, like, polished, wannabe fucking influencer housewives. No. I like and my I- pretty fashion girls, but I don't want them to be... Polished. Okay, but, like, you have to balance the pretty fashion with the cuckoo crazy. You know, yeah. like... You I mean, you know, you know I love to go back to the one housewife who I think has all of that into one. And that's my queen and your queen as well. Miss Lisa Barlow. Miss Lisa Barlow. Okay. Like, she serves looks. She's really pretty, but she's also unhinged. She's I mean, I watched that crazy. moment today on Instagram from the reunion and just the entire Andy reading off her fucking tyrant and her just going like, it's a lot. It's, it's a, a lot. lot. It's a lot. <clears throat> that whole scene. She is like, oh my gosh. I could go on and on about how much I love Miss Lisa. Guys, Barlow. the Salt Lake trailer comes out allegedly next week. And you know that we're fucking ready. I am like fucking ready. I am waiting for it, but I'm also I'm waiting here, for Potomac. We're hearing that Salt Lake is going to be five wives, which makes no sense to me. It's basically confirmed that it's going to be five wives and three friends. And what the only thing that makes sense to me is if you're a fan of housewives and if you are a fan of how much housewives get paid, which is like something that literally makes me like wet. I love to look it up. I like, I love it, love it, love it. Um, season three is when the housewives make the big jump in money everyone has said it like if you've listened to teddy and tamra's podcast like a lot of other podcasts that have housewives on it have always said season three is when they make the jump from making like maybe twenty thousand an episode five thousand an episode to like 50 60 like 40k an episode so i think that they probably all banded together and we're like we need to start making at least like 30 40k just based on ratings i would say 30 40 especially after last season. Yeah. And I think that it just makes more sense that they paid them all more and they're going to have three friend doves. I mean, they could have at least had one full-time housewife that got paid like 30,000 to do an entire season. Right. 
Like none of those Angie stuck. You got Angie H, Angie K, Angie Y, Angie M, Angie Z. Yeah, Angie none Z. of the Angies hit, and none not one. <laughs> and Angie Harrington doesn't even go on the cast trip, to what I'm hearing. Yeah, no, it's just uh, whatever. Like I'm, I really am just hoping that I know it's being reported that it's five, but I'm really hoping it's at least six. Like I mean, at least you have movies. three friend ofs. That's like unheard of for a third season Housewives. Yeah, and it's just like I don't like when there's that many friend ofs. Like I don't like no, that. That only it only only works on Atlanta, and it's only worked because we've known them for a long time. You know, I mean, you guys know on this podcast, I love my Shamia, Milo, Tanya, <laughs> Latoya. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all know I love it, and it literally only works with Atlanta. So I'm like. I don't know. Listen, I'll take Salt Lake in any capacity, but let's get back to Roni because that's where we started at. That's where we started. Um, the so rumored Roni- cast is Aaron Litchie, uh, Uba Hassan, Sherman Laka, Cy De Silva, Lizzie Savetsky, and Priya Shuka- Shukla. So I think like what three of those are from the first round that we said? Like three or four of those are. From I'd the say first I think three or four of them, and I think two of them are new. I th- actually I think. Actually, I think three of them are new. Yeah, I think there's only like three or four. There's like also alleged rumors that Leah McSweeney, like they wanted her to like basically re-audition with Girls Trip season three. And that's why she was on that cast and it didn't work out, which I don't believe. But I mean, I did say that on this podcast that I do think you don't believe. No, I don't believe that she's still out of Bravo's graces. I think it still could happen. Does that sound like something you want? Yes. Well, let me tell you, you'll never get it. Okay. You, is that what you want? Is that what you want? Mm. Well, you're never gonna get it. So let's you go, say. So, so you say. So you say. Let's go on to Roni Legacy though, because this has also been confirmed that shooting starts next month in September, which would make sense because like they love a Roni in the fall, which will lead into the winter, which will lead into a finale, hopefully around Christmas if they shoot that long, which I think that they will. I hope um, they buy. I, I know they will. <laughs> oh my gosh. Why are you yelling, girl? Because I want Andy Cohen to hear. <laughs> I am. This is the part. This whole Roni shit is just making me enraged. And I was like on the phone with Mo. I was like, it didn't have to go this way. Like, it didn't have to go this way. And I've been thinking about it. And I mean, you guys know we talk about it on the podcast all the fucking time. It did not have to be this way. Like fucking OC was on life support and fucking Roni had a little bit of a cold and they were like, we're taking Roni out to pasture. Like what, how did that happen? I just don't understand how that happened. And so now the rumored cast for legacy is Dorinda, Jill, Kelly, Tinsley, Luann, and Sonia. And Ramona is not a part of it. Listen, Listen, Ramona's been having Ramona is legacy. Say what you want about Ramona. Okay, sure. She shouldn't be a part of the reboot. Fine. Okay. But she absolutely needs to be a part of legacy. That just does not make sense. Like, especially if Jill is coming back, we need Jill and uh, Ramona playing tennis. We need Jill and Ramona want, fighting about I fucking Kodak. I want Sonia and Ramona. I want my my Sonia and Ramona. I want because like, you know those two can will not speak for months on end, and they'll both or almost a year, and they'll just come back together and like besties of twenty years ago. Dorinda and Ramona haven't talked in like forever. They haven't we talked in that. years since years. Dorinda left the show. That's crazy. Which today, as we're recording, was the two-year anniversary of when she announced that she was leaving Roni, by the way. 
That's what you know what? You motherfuckers, you fucking assholes like to sit on your fucking computers and talk a lot of shit about how Ebony and Leah were the demise of Roni. No, the demise of Roni was Dorinda leaving. Was that's when it that's when it went downhill. Okay? I would argue, I would argue, and you might be happy with what I'm about to say, is I would argue it was when Tinsley left. I would argue that it was when yeah. Because when Tinsley left, it shifted the dynamic in a bad way. Like Tinsley didn't do a full season where Leah had a crutch or a friend to like, kind of like get her used to the group. Tins left. She the tail hightailed to Chicago. She okay, took that and, fucking, she and, took that Louis Vuitton bag and threw it in a cab. She, and said, she, ran, she ran into that cab. She left leaving Leah with like all these older women that she doesn't really know that well. Okay. Yeah. So then it put Leah in like a weird spot where it's like, okay, obviously Leah's on the show and Leah has to like figure out what to do and stuff. Now that she doesn't have Tinsley as like her friend to like warm her up into the season and get her to like establish actual legit relationships with these women. And then now we get into the next season, you know, Dorinda left. Ebony Dorinda left. has no connection. Tinsley to left. Ebony has no connection to the group, but they're just trying to bring in somebody young to and like a, work with Leah. A person of Leah color is feeling a tar- uh, crazy time. Crazy time. Leah is feeling like holy shit! I got such fan praise in my first season. I need to bring it the second season, and it just it it just did not. We've click. never seen anything like it, and I've said this multiple times. It was because Leah was working extra extra fucking hard to try to make a tv show happen and nobody around her was working to make a tv show happen the ogs were clocked out completely i've never seen anything like sonia just being a drunk mess ramona and lou were not a part of that season at all they were not there they literally did it for the check and that's it and then ebony was giving us a whole nother show so you have leah going crazy over here grandma dead as a doorknob Nothing, nothing going Modesto. on. Modesto. <laughs> <laughs> Grandma, dead. RIP to three, her. RIP to that beautiful woman. Um, Literally. So you have her going fucking insane. It just did not resonate with fans. And I hate when people say it was like her fault. Like she was honestly just trying to give us a TV show and no, it nobody was, was fighting back. Not even Heather Hallamama. I think, I think what people need to understand here, and I've st- slowly started to come to terms with it recently because I was starting to be like, I mean, when I watched that season, I was like, ugh, Leah's like horrible. And I was agreeing with everybody and Mo was like, no, that's my girl. That's my girl. And, you know, now looking back at it and I really do want to rewatch that season because I really want to like dissect it. I want to figure out what the fuck happened. Okay. Because I am upset and I think it was just the perfect storm. I think it was just the perfect storm. Also, Tinsley left. COVID, Dorinda left. COVID. They couldn't film in New York City. In New York City, which is like, you know, it was on super lockdown. Um, and it was the perfect storm. And I think that's what happened. And I think that if we just picked up and gave it like another shot and added some other women brought in Jill or Kelly or something like that, gave it a little, you know, old school plus new school. And then now the city's open back up. Like, we would have been fine. We would have been smooth sailing. Also, what I'm thinking, like, though, okay, because y'all know I'm a Leah fan. We're going to get over that. But I think. Are you you a Leah fan? Are you a Leah fan? I kind of like her. Are you a Leah fan? (laughs) Bitch, I elevate this shit. Mo Mo was like, Um, like, am I a Leah fan? Am I a Leah fan? Married to the mob? He's like, 
tiki torches in the pool say what (laughs) (laughs) okay but like okay this is my dream because if we don't if we have to have two separate shows if you put leah on the reboot and you get kind of that cool downtown vibe imagine imagine them having crossover episodes like multiple not just one yeah but leah being the fact of like I'm going to bring my girl Sonia down and she's going to come downtown and she's going to meet this new cast. And you have Sonia being crazy with the new girls for an episode. And then she goes and, you know, or I'm Wait, that's, actually like, in. that's actually like our multiverse of madness. That I is like got, our Marvel I just got cinematic universe. I got, I have the freaking chills. Yeah, no, that's I'm actually physically like a shaking. Idea. That's yeah. what I think. And I feel like it would be a good show. And I also have said like, I like Leah has the connections to people like Kelly Catrone. She has a connection to Madonna's daughter, Lourdes. She has a connection to people like Dolores Catania, Azalea motherfucking Banks, the craziest woman on this earth. Everybody in the fucking two, one, two. <laughs> I can on. be the answer. Give me the answer. Hey, I can be the answer. I'm ready to dance when the vamp up. Like, I mean, I think it would just be like such a good show. And back to the legacy cast. I y'all know on this podcast, I am not a fan of Ramona Singer, but I am a fan of good TV. And Ramona has brought us good TV time in and time out. And I think that they've all had enough of a pause. And as Dorinda said, they were all put on pause. The whole fucking franchise of Roni. Now you have two of them, both on pause. When has it even started? They've had enough of a pause to where they're going to come back and they're going to bring it. Yeah. And I just want them all back. And we're going to be watching, guys. We're going to be reporting every little bit of tea on Roni. Because it's like me and Zach fight about a lot of shit. But the one thing we can fucking agree on is that Roni's our favorite television show. Not even just, not even Housewives. I don't even care about, like, fuck Bravo at this point. My favorite show of all time is Real Housewives of New York. A standalone show. Period. Every season. One to fucking, I'll count 13. I'll count it. I'll count it. (laughs) Listen, 13 is better than some seasons that OC has had. I don't understand why we're like having this conversation. Why are we having this conversation? It's better than season seven of like New Jersey or season six. It's better than a lot of things. Like I just don't. But now we said it. But now we said it. Now we said it. But now we said said it. Let's get speaking of OC, let's get into some OC because there is a lot of tea coming out of Orange County, Mama. Mm -hmm. Miss Tamara Judge, the judge is back in session. She is delivering apparently apparently she's fighting with the girls uh, the girls they're fighting she has unfollowed shannon bedore after refollowing her when she started the season so they must have made up they must have had a little cute little luncheon or something made up spoken their piece well allegedly you know how i see it going, going down okay you know tell how us. i see it going down tell us. <laughs> i see them like refollowing each other they you know and then 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 doing like a one-on-one you know sit down and and tamra's like well, Shannon, you left us. You left me and Vicky. And then Shannon's like, oh, that's not true. Tamara, <laughs> that's not, Tamara, that's not true. That is, that's wrong. That's not true. I did just see like, and then, you know, Tamara's like, no, Shannon, you are a horrible friend. And then Shannon being like, don't do that. Don't say that. How dare you? How dare you? Uh, how, how dare, dare you? you? You know, I how just dare see, you? and then. Girl, you know kid, what kid. I think is going to happen? Because there's also tea that our Ohio girl, Miss Emily Simpson, is the breakout star of the season. She's crazy. <laughs> we said it last. We said it last season, though. Nobody worked harder than Emily. Noella was fucking batshit crazy. Loved her. Batshit. But Emily worked. Emily literally was in there stirring the pot. And from what I think is going to happen is 
I think Emily's going to sit down with Tamara and tell her all the shit that Shannon said about her when she was gone. Oh. And period. that's going to stir the pot because also I believe they, Tamara and Emily refollowed each other. And I want to know where does Taylor Armstrong fall in all this? I am excited to see. She's I'm gonna excited be to like, see. I think she's team I, Heather. I think she's going to be up Heather's pussy. Oh, I think so too. Because he I wants free like, plastic surgery. Because her. I think the Paul Nassif, Adrian Malouf, like thing. That's a that's a connection that's that I matter. never think about until we say it. Yeah, I never think, I think about it. I think that's going to be the connecting. Yeah, her allegiance is going to lie to yeah. Heather Dubrow. I'm I'm excited, and we don't even know where this new girl is going to fall into all of it, and we don't even know if Gina's full time. Like. I'm I'm in. I'm fully into OC. And if you bamboozle me, if you fucking fake me out again, if you fucking give me blue balls, I'm still gonna watch. I want. <laughs> I watch. want like. I want. <laughs> I want Dorinda Deadly to tweet like in a couple of months. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> rumor has it that Taylor Armstrong snags an orange. Oh my god! <laughs> like late season, like. I, I want that. Why can't it happen? I just so I'm. So I think confused. it's going to happen. I think there's. A I good think it's going to happen because you know why? I don't think it. I don't think it happened in the first place because remember, Bravo never was the one that said that she was a friend of. Right? Wasn't it all the other accounts? It or did Bravo post that she was a friend of? People Magazine posted that she's a friend of. Okay, well, you know what? Fuck People Magazine. <laughs> and fuck them. Um, no, but also, I think they were banking on um, Alexis to come back because she was in negotiations up until, like, last week. So they oh, fell okay. through. She denied the contract. I think they probably didn't offer enough money because, like, as a returning housewife for that many seasons, like, you're not a big enough, you're not a Tamara to where you're going to get your check that you got last time. Right. Right. And as we know on this podcast, I'm obsessed with money and obsessed with the fact like housewives money and Tamara Judge is one of the biggest checks in housewife history, which is why she was like going in the first place. Um, so I think she came back for the same amount of money, if not more. Yeah, I agree. Like, Tamara that's coming that. back for like 70K an episode, that's going to hurt. And you know, one thing, if Tamara came back for 70K, Heather Dubrow wasn't signing again until she got the same amount. Oh, period. Yeah. You know that, you know, Heather's smart. They see each other. And you know, and you guys know that Gina's doing this for five dollars and a new weave. No, stop. (laughs) She's like, you guys pay the fuck you guys pay the down payment on my casita and I'm in for the whole for years. (laughs) (laughs) They paid off that house, which costs like $35 and a fucking cigarette. (laughs) She's like, she's like, just buy my kids new bunk beds. You buy bunk beds and (laughs) and you buy what's his name? Taylor, Tyler. What's her man's name? Travis. If you buy Travis a little bit of weed, you were in for the whole fucking season. <laughs> you know he smokes. Oh, absolutely. For sure. Absolutely. She's like, you buy you buy him a little bit of weed on a fucking bait pen. He's in for the, we're in for like years. We're in. We're, we're, we're locked in. and loaded. Ready to locked. go. Oh, locked. Locked and loaded. Ready to go. We're ready for Orange County, you know? <laughs> My little Gina impression. Um, but yeah, anyway, so that's the OC drama going on right now. Um, today, uh, the reunion looks for the Atlanta reunion um, dropped. So obviously, we have to talk about them. And you know what? I have minor complaints. What about you, Mo? Oh, I have more than minor complaints. I am basically one of the worst Atlanta reunions of all time. You think? You know why? We are being bamboozled by the fact that these women are fucking gorgeous. That's the problem. Because <laughs> if you neck up, neck up, they're giving. They're yeah. hot. They're, they're beautiful. Atlanta's arguably one of the most beautiful casts ever. That's it. But the only two that are serving 
are fucking giving are Sheree and Kenya. They look fucking good. Uh, you know, okay. Sheree and, Kenya are my, Sheree and Kenya are my best dressed, but I do really like candies for some reason. I don't. But candy looks beautiful from the neck up. I don't know. I just think the dress is hitting her right. The train it, is really pretty. The color cheap. is really pretty on her. I don't you think like that fabric. Cheap. That fabric looks cheap. I'm looking at it right now. I don't think it looks cheap. It's giving very much custom made by uh, someone on Instagram. And you guys, you know what I did all day? Because I, you know, you know, on this podcast and, you know, if you're a subscriber to Patreon, I helped Miss Kenya Moore find, try to find a dress. And I all day in my fucking head, it was all day in the back of my head. Who made that dress? Who made that dress? Who made that dress? Who made that dress? Um, I finally found who made that dress. I've never heard of the brand. Apparently, it's a bridal uh, brand from the Middle East. That dress costs five fucking thousand dollars. And it looks like it. That looks that dress looks expensive. As yeah. Well. And Sheree's looks really good. Marlo, what the fuck is that? It looks, it looks better in that one picture that she posted today. Marlo's? Yeah. Marlo's is just like... Also, she's just... I, I'm, I'm starting to question myself because you did bring up a good point. They're all just so pretty. But, like, look at... Like, doesn't it look, like, way prettier there? Like when Yes, it does. Picture? And that's why she posted that one and not the one that Bravo took. <laughs> like... Okay, that's the thing. Look at Marlo from the neck up. And guys, if you want to follow along, look on our Instagram. We posted all the looks. Um, Marlo from the neck up, that hair, fucking share, stunning. Share. It's giving share. It's giving share. It's giving share. Um, the hair, stunning, laid. The beat, beat. Marlo's beat looks fucking gorgeous. 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 Candy, stunning. I don't love the hair, but the beat, stunning. Her titties, girl. The the skin, perfection. Sonia, Sonia's trying to give Monique season five, and it's just not hitting the same as Monique season five did. Sonia's hairline. What the fuck is that? It's, you know, when, um, what did they say about Chanel Ion? The wig is shifted like three to five inches too far back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Sonia, and it's like, it's, she has not had hair like that all season. Drew, Drew did so, Portia did Drew so right by giving her go naked hair all season. Oh no, for real. For real. She really has, and Portia's been posting it. She gave her go naked hair, and Drew's hair looks, I mean, look at that wig line. Beautiful. Beautiful. And her beat is beautiful. I hate the dress. And yeah, I hate I the gloves. The gloves don't the fit. Gloves. They don't fit. But you know who the star of this is? Sheree's breast. Sheree's <laughs> <laughs> bubbies. Sheree's bubbies are so fucking like they're so high up and they look so good. Sheree looks like a million fucking bucks. She looks like a million dollars. She looks fucking unbelievable. The hair is right. The makeup's right. The time. I, lo- oh, I love the little touches right. of blonde in the hair. She looks fucking gorgeous. I cannot get over it. And you know what? Look at the, if you zoom in, look at the ends of the hair. It's cut oh, so well. The nails, the diamonds, the jewelry is, that's how you know. When you look that good and you get everything right, that you just have to do a little tennis bracelet and a little necklace, a little diamond necklace. Yeah. No other jewelry. Kenya, the hair is so fucking good. It's giving me like fucking Studio 54, like disco. I love the dress. I love the hair. The shoe is fucking gorgeous. Everything with Kenya is right. She looks phenomenal. And um, you know what? 
as pissed as I am that she didn't find a dress with me, I don't think I would have found a dress this good in my store. To be honest, we didn't have it in that color. In that color. I'm in not going to... In yeah. that color, bitch. Because I would have found something else. I We got some shit. Um, I don't even want to get into Sanya. She looks terrible. <laughs> That's our review on the Atlanta reunion looks. Uh, we'll be covering a little bit of the Atlanta reunion once it airs. Also, make sure to subscribe to the Patreon because we told y'all what the color scheme was going to be two weeks ago. So, make sure you subscribe to the Patreon because we dish out more tea on there but anyways that is that's my opinion now let's get into the real housewives of beverly hills No, I don't have a drinking problem. Neither do I, but you tried to push it. Have I said it about you? Yeah, I thought you did. Because there were so many instances where you were out of control. Three. Three. Okay. Excuse me. You know exactly what I've been going through when I told you straight up what happened. Right. But you tried to push that false narrative that I had a problem. I did not try to push that. Yeah, you did. You kept talking about it. No, no, no. What I did, Erica, is that I said you need to figure... You need to figure out your I did. medicine I did. and drink ratio. I did. That's what I said. I did. It's a narrative, but just because you don't like it doesn't make it false. Are you trying to get over or are you trying to be helpful? That's how I felt. And when I had drinks with you, I said I was worried about you. Are you, though? Yeah. If My point is this. It's just that if I had a problem, you would kind of be the last person to know because these women are the closest to me. Oh, I know. God, you guys say that almost every other day. What I meant by that is that they would notice my behavior and probably pull me inside and be like, hey, what's going on with you? What's wrong with you? All of that aside, it felt as if you went to different people in this group and talked about, does Erica have a problem? It makes it feel like I'm like, oh my God, let's get together so we can talk about Erica. I got together with these ladies and I said, does Erica seem like something's happening with her? Okay, but is that to make Erica look bad or is that out of genuine Erica, I don't have to make you look bad. You can do that on your own. All right, guys, let's talk about The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Obviously, there is no new episode this week. Um, I know that they were doing a hiatus anyway, but it was actually good timing for them to take a break because of everything that has been going on. Line regarding Garcelle, Diana... The bots situation, whatever is going on. If you guys haven't caught up on the tea, Mo, do you want to explain that? Um, yeah, what it so allegedly was it faces by Bravo that like broke it down? Allegedly, Diana has bought bots in the past and bought Instagram followers in the past. Um, and a lot of these accounts that were going after Garcelle's son, which is just fucking gross. I mean, it happened earlier in the season with earlier in the season with uh, Portia, with Dorit's kids, but the shit that they've been saying to Garcelle's son is way worse. Like, just really fucking gross, racist shit. Like, we're not. Yeah, even we won't repeat it. We, won't re- like, we're, yeah. we absolutely will not repeat it. But um, it's just not okay. So it's alleged that these are coming from bots that Diana has bought in order to attack Garcelle and her children. Um. Were they taking a break already this week? Because I'm pretty sure that they were going to. Last yeah. week, it, it, they didn't say that last week on the episode. It said next week. 
No, it said next time on The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Oh, I mean, I thought it was just reported like the other day, like yesterday, that it was going to be. I a mean, break. usually, usually, sometimes like the accounts will post like the day of or the day before that there's no new Beverly Hills this week as like a reminder, but it's like on the schedule. Like they schedule out those two week breaks. Yeah, I mean, to me, it just felt very like timely. Um, that they, that it came out that there was no new episode. But so Bravo then had the women all post a statement. They posted the same statement, um, which is just funny if you look at, not funny, but it's just like interesting to look at who posted what and at what time they posted the said statement. But um, I mean, it's just really fucking gross. Like Rena, I th- Rena was the first one to actually come out and say something without Bravo, like forcing them to all post the same like fucking statement that sounded like it was written by legal. That was like not even like any type of emotion. Some of the women posted it with like zero caption. It's like uh, fuck the absolute off, right? With like the comments turned off and everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Rena first posted and said something on her story and was like, "This is a TV show, essentially a soap opera." At the end of the day, we're all fucking like we're all here to entertain. This is heightened drama. Like, you know, none of it's really real at the end of the day. Like, we're all just fighting, which is Rena's version of we all I've always thought that Rena's like playing this as a soap. Um and get here. That's my like question. Is like, and I've been wondering about this, like this whole season has just felt so dark and toxic because of not what's going on on the show, like the discourse around the show. Like, how did we get here? Like, I'm just like. Confused. I mean, I feel like I've said it before, and I feel like these crazy fans who are fans of LVP have like pointed their targets at like the rest of the women are just like really fucking weird online. Like, as y'all know, on this podcast, I muted the words RHOBH on Twitter for a very long time, and I loved the season. And then I unmuted them and I'm like, Jesus. But the statement is as follows. This is the one that Bravo um, had all the women pro- post. It even had the Bravo logo on it. We are shocked and appalled. At the so- social comments directed at Garcelle's son, we urge our viewers and social followers alike to refrain from targeting our cast and their families with harmful rhetoric. Um, it's like, okay, great. And there's people like, I mean, Dorit posted it and posted on her story and hasn't posted since. Then you have like Rena and Erica who are just like posting all along, you know, like back to normal. Like I think Erica just posted her confessional look like right after. And it's like... I don't know. Like you said, like, how did we get here? Why did we get here? And Erica posted like a sipping emoji with her confessional. And it's like, now people are commenting the clown under her. I don't know. It's, I don't understand. Like you said, the, it's the show's not that dark right now. The show was actually hilarious this week. So much, like the show has been way more dark. Someone literally ended their life on this show. And it seems like it's less dark then than it is now. Yeah, and it makes no sense. And I'm like, a woman was literally high on every drug known to man on this show. Not as an alcoholic on this show with a one-on-one sit down with Andy. Like, what? How did? How, like, how is that less like dark than a woman came on this show with crutches and a dream, <laughs> and had her family taken from right under her? And it's less dark than it is now. No, for real. I just a like, woman had twenty five thousand dollars sunglasses. And okay, then all, and then went to jail. We get it. We get it. We get it. We get it. Enough. 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 We're not doing this anymore. I'm not having this anymore. Enough. A woman was dating America's sweetheart of comedy, fucking Kelsey Grammer, and was left left the night of the Tonys on camera. 
America's Sweetheart of Comedy. Did you just say that about Kelsey Grammer? Who said that? Who said that? I think people love Frasier, especially <laughs> especially white people, Mama. I mean, I mean, yeah, people do love Frasier. It's but... like the poor man Seinfeld. Okay, okay, <laughs> girl, it was on that that um hour when you would come home from school sick it was like one of those shows oh no for me it was like when i would wake up in the middle of the night it would be on at like 1 2 a.m and i'm like what the fuck is this <laughs> and i was like what the fuck is going on um but yeah it just feels like so dark right now so hopefully we can get out of this because it's just making beverly hills like it's come on guys like let's just enjoy the show like exactly like rena said like just enjoy it for what it is. Hate the villains, love to hate the villains, but don't like, you don't need to like be attacking these people online. It's like nuts. And obviously we know the people that are attacking Garcelle's kid is like, like not real, real, but like still whoever put that out there is disgusting and awful. So yeah, I just can't. And also it just makes it not fun to like watch or no, yeah, I've been, like, even recap. I've been hating recapping Beverly Hills and I had one glimmer of like love which was the last episode when we talked about like the homeless not to this and everything like I was just like it brought me back to like oh the campiness the funness of like Beverly Hills the like charity galas that are just like so ridiculous and over the top for no reason you know like and then the petty fights that happened during those dinners like that's what like we all love about the show and it's just like can we just get back to the basics like Christina Aguilera back to the basics here like let's go let literally let's get back to the basics because like yeah like you said at the end of the day like this is a fun housewife show and it's like obviously real life shit happens and it's like we can the fact that like jen shaw went to literal fucking prison or is going to prison on this show and was arrested by fucking homeland security on this show and like there wasn't like discourse like there is now i don't know what about beverly hills brings out the fucking crazies the worst in people i'm telling you it's those it's those Lisa Vanderpump fans. Okay, like no shade if you like Lisa Vanderpump, but no shade. But shade. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so with all that being said, we are going to be covering last week's episode because I was in New York with Mo when last week aired. So we weren't able to record it, but we're going to talk about it now. The New York trip was very fun. Me and Mo had a very chaotic little weekend. It was short and sweet. I'm sure you guys saw a little bit of it on the socials, but it was fun. But we want to get into this Beverly Hills episode. So, Mo, what were your overall thoughts of this episode? Uh, hilarious, beautiful, funny. Um, give Dorit the Emmy for Best Actress in a Comedy Series. Actually, Best Supporting Actress in a Comedy Series, because I'm going to be real and realize that she's not the best the lead actress. Um I thought it was fucking hilarious. I thought the drama was great. I thought Garcelle ate the girls up left and motherfucking right. I thought Sutton had the pretty mess pretty much stumbling over her words. She shook shook, shook the table. Um, Diana proved once again she has no room to be on this show. And she's one of the worst housewife casting decisions of all time. How did Um, this happen? Okay, this oh. is the fourth time. This is the fourth time I've asked this, asked this question. Yeah, that's literally been you on this whole podcast. <laughs> this whole podcast, we talk about Roni. How did this happen? We talk about this current season of Beverly Hills. How did this happen? We talk about Diana getting canceled. How did this happen? happen? We talk about Gina's house. How, How did this happen? We talk about Emily being the star of the season. How did this happen? 
Um, honestly, I thought this was, which is what sucks with what we just talked about. We're going to like not talk about that stuff again, but this is one of the best episodes of the season. Um, I, including the last episode, the one before this, I could rewatch the clip of Jari talking about homeless, not toothless for fucking days and days. It is Ever. literally, Ever. literally an SNL skit. When I die, okay, don't play a montage of me at my funeral, like, you know, with a cute little, like, a sad song okay just play that clip on loop okay i want people walking into my wake with just dorit going like homeless not toothless it's a great charity <laughs> like please that's all i want that is all i want i want dorit explaining the homeless not toothless charity at my funeral okay well let's okay look, we were so let's go into the last episode or the um end of last episode which is the beginning of this episode which was we're still at the homeless not toothless charity event my favorite part of this fight was garcelle just looking at the other women who were sitting there and being like you guys you guys can get up now you, you can you can get up and go okay what is it no you know what i wrote in my notes what is it about, about beverly hills doing that beverly hills does that all the time they have a big event with a bunch of other women and then it gets to a certain point in the night and they and the camera people don't like i feel like on other franchises all of a sudden there's just no women in the room but like on beverly hills we literally see these women go all right you guys can go you because you, you know it gets to a point in the night like, where production's like you have to fight like remember like the buga de beppo room where they looked at like teddy's like friends yeah they're like they're like you guys can get up and go now yeah teddy was nice about it though like she her friends knew she was like these were just women who were there for a charity event including the dentist's wife and i love how dorit was like trying to be nice about it she was like you don't have to leave but like if you want to leave because we're you know we're discussing things there were so many jump scares in that whole little like fight like that where the where the conversation just pivoted like really fast out of like nowhere and the worst of it was when diana like I mean, all that Garcelle. I mean, I think you are coldest in the room. Wait, I think you have a personality. Garcelle was like, Garcelle was like, what the fuck? Garcelle was like, wait, what? Um, my favorite though was Lisa Renna just being like, do you hear her? Do you hear where she is coming from? Do you hear the words that that Bosnian woman is saying? <laughs> and then Garcelle being like, do you hear her? Like, do, do you literally hear her? Because none of us hear the word that are coming out of that fucking woman's mouth. She's, first of all, talking at an octave that is, like, negative one. Second of all, she's talking in the thickest fucking accent that I've ever heard in my life. She sounds like she's on Eurovision right now. Nobody knows what she's saying, mama. At all. And she's licking she's licking those lips. Her lips are fucking drier than my pussy. Like, I cannot. I, my pussy's pretty dry right now, guys. I'm in a dry spot. But if you... <laughs> Just so you got that reference. I mean, you should be in a dry spell right now. <laughs> <laughs> Don't come for me. I have gotten my monkeypox vaccine. Okay, so once be I get the second, once I get the second shot, I'm gonna be in a what? <laughs> um, but yeah, this whole like dinner thing, like continuation was just like uh crazy. But then we get the whole Sutton talking about how she doesn't like that she was called a liability and she doesn't think it was fair that she was called a liability but in her eyes being friends with Erica was a liability all last season which is like uh, it was literally like Michael true. Jordan in this she it was true she threw the shot up and then she like slowly went and dunked it in dunked it it was it was like she teed it up come on like, sports <laughs> reference come on sports 
she literally did though because she was like she started the liability talk and then when she finished she was like and that is why you're a liability and i am not <laughs> she even like laughed you know she was like ah, i gotcha she was like um i got called by an attorney about erica's lawsuit a litigator a litigator i like when she was like attorneys are not cheap and you know who knows that the Girardis. That line, that line, I literally, I howled. You know who knows that? The Girardis. Oh, so good. This whole thing. They had Erica stumbling over her words. Okay, and then, um, like, all of them going, like, Sutton, you were the only one really asking questions last year. And I go, girl, no, she wasn't. Okay, but I do think she was the only one, not only asking questions. Y'all were all asking questions. But she was the only one that said, I have other information. Remember, she said she had the friend who worked at the no, that's law true. firm. That's true, but and I love how the they were girls all pretending Erica. like they weren't asking questions. Now that they're good with Erica, like please come on. I mean, please, orphans and widows, Dorit. Um, come on. I love how Erica was like, and th- th- that's why you. I told you stop asking questions, Sutton. And then Dorit tried to back her up, like, yeah, Sutton. <laughs> Those fucking four devils. And then this is when we get the whole Garcelle Diana thing right after that, which was just really confusing. Did you catch Kathy and just cracking up though? Kathy <laughs> had me on the floor. Because okay. she knew that Rena or Garcelle dragged Rena. When Garcelle was like, What are you here, Rena? Kathy was like, Kathy. <laughs> I love a Kathy. I love a Kathy cackle. Um, but then we get the line, I think one of the best lines of the episode where she's like, Diana, you want to get to know me? Google me. When did she try to get to know me? She trashes me in a group text. She comes to my birthday party and she's a total bitch. Google me if you want to get to know me. Google me. Okay. Google me, Diana. I will say, I wish the line was in person though. Yeah. Because Garcelle, you are that bitch. Yeah. Please bring up your IMBD. You've been working. You should have said it in person because you have, you can back it up. Google me. Diana would have been like, what is Google? I don't use use Google. It makes me itchy. I don't go into stores and I don't use Google. Asher, what is Google? Um, So then we go into a crystal scene where she's opening up about her eating disorder and everything. And, you know, like this was a healthy conversation that she was having with Rob about like. But it also felt like he didn't know anything. Like he's. He said it, though. He said, you don't talk about it to me. So posting it on Instagram was a surprise. And then she said, I've been seeing someone for years. And Rob was like, do you think it's time to see someone? So I don't. I just that felt weird to me. Like, I'm like, OK, what's the so what's the truth? Um, Lindsay Lohan and Oprah. But also Crystal was so vulnerable. And I really liked Crystal this episode, I would like to say. I would like to say I'll take back the Crystal slander. Mostly I like Crystal because she looked the best at the 70s party. I really like really good. I like Crystal. I think that she should get like a third season. Like I like Crystal and I like want the best for her. I feel like she came in really strong in her first season, her sophomore season. I feel like everyone's trying to find the footing because it's such a big cast. And I feel like she's kind of been like, I knew that this was going to happen. It was going to be like somebody was going to kind of like fall back. Um, And I think that was her. And that's the role that she took. But I'd like to see the cast shrink a little bit. Um, I do I think that we're going to get more of Crystal, though, later in the season, like her versus Erica. 
Yeah. Um, especially in Aspen. From what I'm hearing, um, what the tea is, is that a lot of fights happen in Aspen that we're not even aware of. Like two members of the Fox Force, whatever the fuck you want to call them. Don't um, even call it that. I know. I hate that I just said that. Yeah, don't. Um, even call two it that. members of the friendship group that is Rena, Erica, <laughs> Dorit, Kyle, Kyle, and Dorit. And I'm, I heard that it's uh, Rena and Erica. Really? Yeah, I heard that it's Rena and Erica. From what I'm hearing, it's that we're going to get Erica Dorit in a little bit of a team. And I think that they leave the house. So I think Erica and Dorit get into it with Rena, or or Erica gets into Rena, and they leave Kyle's house. Oh wow! And they go stay at the hotel with Diana. It's from what I've heard. I don't know. It's all alleged. I'm like uh, Dorinda Dudley right now. All alleged. All alleged. Um, no, 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 no tea. Um, listen, with Crystal, to me is I would also another tea that's coming out, guys, is that Crystal might have a be like a contract that is a performance contract. So whether she brings it or not, she'll be friend of her full time, which I think is rightfully. So yeah. I don't think Crystal should be gone. I think that Crystal's a I do think that she plays a good role in the group. And I feel like she has kind of found her footing. I do think that what you said makes sense that she's kind of in the, you know, she's kind of lost with this huge cast. I mean, you have Cherie who doesn't even have a confessional or said two words. And Cherie is she's dead to me. She's works. dead to me after what she did to Garcelle. <laughs> okay. And if you guys don't know, after all this shit with the fucking bots and Diana, Cherie posted happy birthday to Diana today. Okay. If that's your friend, and she's also in interviews alluded to like, well, Garcelle and Sodden are doing this to themselves and alienating themselves. And it's like, that's not how you find your place on this show. And I'm just not really like here for it. Like Garcelle needed an ally. She needed someone who was there for her, someone who understood her background and came from like the same Hollywood being women of color in Hollywood. And you're not giving what a real sister would as um, Kim Richards once said. And I'm not here for it. No, it's Kyle. You're not being my sister right now. One of them said it. (laughs) Or or there's that clip that I saw on Twitter today where it was like Adriana DeMora. And she was like, she's like, I thought you were my sister, but you are my wicked sister. And you were plotting my demise. I thought I had a sister in you. What I had at the end was a wicked sister that all along was splitting my demise. (laughs) Or I mean, the infamous, you're supposed to have my back like a real sister What? You're my soulmate, my sister, my everything. <laughs> Wait, you're being disrespectful. You're my friend. What are no you? matter what, you don't talk the way to me or him ever. You're supposed to be my friend, my my friend, my soulmate, my sister. <laughs> Lots of sister work. Lots of sister work. Even though, like the, I think no one in this the franchise's sisters. Maybe Vicky and Tamara, honestly, because they've had ups and downs. Like sisters. they are, like. Th- those that their sisters, and I think they're. Sonia and Ramona too. Yeah, I agree. And I would honestly argue, like it's not talked about as much, but I think Sonia and Lou are really those bitches love each other. And I can't wait to see that spinoff. And I can't because you know, I just they have a there's. Remember we talked about having it. Yeah, they have it. They have it. They have, they have it. They, they those have, girls have if those girls have, have anything they, they have, have it, it and a venereal disease um <laughs> so we have this sutton and kyle scene um where kyle is talking to sutton and she's like you threw everyone for a loop about that erica comment like why are you like bringing that up again and like kyle like kyle the producer she is the producer she is just producing but you know okay kyle was seamlessly going from 
what did you say about Erica to I love your Birkin to like just being funny with the don't you think she, you should wear cheaper jewelry on dates? Like Kyle was being, oh, you guys, I don't, I think everybody hating Kyle is making me like I'm turning in my stand card. Like I stand <laughs> Kyle Richard, 100%. but I stand her more because she looks so fucking young and youthful and beautiful in this scene. Like the little tousled pony, the little like fleece. Um, I did love when Sutton, when she was like, when Kyle was like, okay, like, Look, you look a little poorer. Like you don't even wear that jewelry <laughs> on a first date. And Sutton's like, "This is poor." In di- <laughs> diamonds, just diamonds. Oh my god! Also, guys, I like that. I love that kind of just like tone deaf, can't read the room shit. Like I'm, like I'm sorry. I like love that on TV. It's very entertaining. Okay, Me too. And guys, I'm I love Kyle Richards. I thought that she looked the best she's looked in a long time in this scene. There's something about just like natural Kyle where it was like. She looked really pretty and young. I was like, is that Farah? Is that, is that Sophia? That was Farah. Did you, you know that was Farah? That was actually Portia. If Portia was sitting in. Girl, Portia, was, Portia is about to be looking like that. No shade. I mean, too. Um, You know who was my favorite? You know, I mean, if you're a listener of this podcast, you know that me and Mo share the same favorite housewife kids. And that is Jagger and Phoenix. I mean, and Phoenix, was, Phoenix, Phoenix became a star. Phoenix transcended into stardom in this episode when she absolutely read her fucking father for filth. 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 I am here to help her. But you're not going to be at the party to help her, No, honey. I'm not going to wear it to the party. Yeah! Alright, Bubba, sit down, honey. You no. don't need to hurt yourself before the party. No. Phoenix, daddy's in charge. If she wears her neck, it's your fault because you're making her less confident. Definitely Thank told you, me. Phoenix. She sure did. Thank you for giving me the confidence, Phoenix. When she was like, you're not going to support her. She's like, I'm helping her. I'm helping her. He's like, Phoenix, darling, go away. Let daddy do it. She's like, she's like, if she falls and slips her and breaks her neck, you're going to be responsible for that because you've been lowering her confidence. And I was like, <laughs> like what a well-spoken kid. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm trying I to died. give her the confidence to be a strong woman after she was just robbed. Are you kidding I me, want, I want every day before I go into work. You know, Phoenix to give me like a pep talk. You need it. You really do. <laughs> you need it, guys. <laughs> he needs it, guys. He really fucking does. Bad. Bad. Zach, so, like, you're really going to get through this day. I promise. I, I won't promise. send you any more shipments to Abercrombie and Fitch. I promise. <laughs> you're going to have workers who are going to come to work every day and they're not going to call off Zach. I promise. She was like, she, she looked at the shipment guy and she was like, if this 150 boxes stacks falls on Zach and breaks his neck, it's going to be your fault. Because you're sending him too much. This store can't even fit this. <laughs> Literally, I'm like dying. If you if you guys Jack have ever worked to his neck in motherfucking denim. Okay. Yeah. If, okay. You guys, if you guys have ever worked retail, you know that August back to school is like an insane, crazy time. And I just barely survived at this time. So but what's funny is I was talking is that we were talking, we're on opposite sides of the spectrum. Um, especially earlier in the month, Zach was like, it's my busiest month. It's back to school. And I'm like, I'm literally doing nothing in the beginning of the month. That's why I took 10 days off. Like I had nothing going on. The New Yorker is not here. The New Yorker is away, mama. She is, she's in like the South of France. She's in the Hamptons. Yeah, no. The Ohioan, the Ohio mom, the Ohio mom is buying khakis. She's buying denim. A lot of them. A lot of them. You know, a lot of it. So it was, I was like looking at my numbers like yesterday and I was like, oh my God, like this month alone was just like insane when you compare it. But 
Anyways, let's get back into the Real Houses of Beverly Hills. Um, so it's time for the disco party. Let's talk the looks. Mo, you said you liked crystals. Did you like anybody else's? I'm I'm kind of scared to say it, but Diana kind of ate. <laughs> she looked gorgeous. I like, thought you were gonna say I thought you were gonna say Renna. Oh, Renna fucking A. I loved Renna. Okay, loved Renna. Okay, you know how um, like when they posted the pictures online the world. and she looked like a whole nother skin tone. Um, yes. It did not translate on camera. No, they probably used a weird filter. Yeah. Like, online. Um, I thought that Diana looked the best she's ever looked. She was really giving a strong Mariska Hargate. Um, I thought the hair was like perfectly tousled. I loved Rena's jumpsuit. Loved Rena's hair. Rena, Rena fucking does fashion, guys. I'm sorry. You can hate her, but like, Rena, Rena really, really, really works it. Even like I was earlier in the episode when she had that, or last episode, she had a scene with um, Erica. She was wearing an Attico top, and I was like, I literally just sold that same fucking top today. And I was like, the bitch, this is fashion. Nine hundred dollar top, it gives. Um, who else did I like? I think that was Crystal. Loved Crystal. I loved the pink fur. I loved the glasses. I loved Garcelle's little moment. Garcelle loves, if you know fashion, Garcelle loves Alice and Olivia. It's like a mid-level contemporary brand. It's not super expensive, but it's expensive enough. That dress that she was wearing, I've sold a million times. It's about like a $500 dress. I love selling Alice so too because you can add Alice up a lot. Like the girls who don't want to sp- spend $900 on one piece will spend three pieces on Alice and it's good. Garcelle loves their brand. I loved her hair. I loved I loved everything about it. Um, That was really it. I mean, I think everyone else is kind of boring. Dorit like didn't really give me as much as I thought she was going to give me. But she was still cute. I love. I mean, Dorit's a fucking gorgeous. I love that moment when I think it was like Garcelle or someone was like, Oh, Dorit gets down. And then it just showed Dorit like dancing like that. (laughs) (laughs) Also, this sad little party with nobody there. Yeah, no one was there. It's because they were in the Omnicron surge. Um, so they talked. If you got COVID during that time, bitch, you know that shit was rough. (laughs) You got like what, three times, twice? No, four. Yeah, that was tough. And the worst, the worst, I've had every variant you can think of. The worst was this time, the Omnicron. That was, I was out of commission. My entire family had it because we were just like, fuck it. We're just going to still have Christmas Eve and have a big Puerto Rican Christmas. And it just ran rampant through all of us. I've never been sick in my life. It was bad. It was bad, bitch. I was down bad. Um, So this is when Kyle invites all the girls to Aspen. And this is when I'm like, get Diana off. Get her off. I stay in my own house because I know. I stay in my own hotel. Get her off. Get her off. She's like, I'm not going to stay in either house. I'm going to stay in a hotel. Basically being like, because I can berate and fucking degrade the staff at the house and you guys won't, or at the hotel and you guys won't know about it. She's like, I'm a terrible, I'm a terrible house guest. So you're a fucking asshole. Yeah. So you're a terror. Like you're a terror. terror. You're Ramona Singer times 50. I can't stand her. Get her off my fucking screen. Like, but with Ramona, it's like, okay, it's horrible, but it's like, she does pay them to to watch. Yeah. And like, but like with, I feel like with Diana, it wouldn't be funny to watch. It would be just like, it it would literally be disgusting. You know, it's not disgusting. My queen icon legend, Kyle Richards producing because she got right to work. She said, what do you feel about Erica? And she said, I don't want to talk about her now. She said, Erica, what do you feel about Sutton? 
immediately. She didn't <laughs> like even, she didn't even like skip a beat. She turned Guys, around and did we, that. If Kyle leaves this show, the it, the it, the storyline will not move. There will not be a storyline. Kyle starts the storyline from episode one and she ends it at the end. And she's not always done this. She's only started doing this like maybe the past, like more recent, not more recent seasons, but I'm talking about maybe seasons one to three. She didn't do it because she was still like involved. But Kyle's good, man. She is good at fucking a good housewife. You know what I'm starting to notice? Um, and it started to notice this uh, episode specifically is the Kathy takedown of it all. The like, oh yeah, the foreshadowing. Of They're the laying Kathy the groundwork. Takedown. They're laying the groundwork when she talked about that cancellation thing about Rick you know, going on the real and Rick saying like that, and you got to be careful. So like, I, so you had Eric on Rena. Mm-hmm. Eric and Rena had a little sit down this episode, and they talked about Kathy. It's happening. Sheena Shea. Who said, who said in the episode, have your own back, Sutton's track? Who said that? Because Shakespeare could never write that. Uh, Rena. <laughs> <laughs> Rena just has been going off on Sutton, and it's not fun to watch anymore. It's like, I understand that this little duo or quadruple, quadruplet, whatever of these four, it just needs to be broken up because it can't be Sutton versus them and then Garcelle backing up Sutton because Sutton is amazing, but she backs down too easily. Mm-hmm. And it's just not fun to watch. She always apologizes. Always. You have your own back, Sutton Strack. <laughs> I mean, and then, so th- I mean, also, Eric, I loved her during this moment. When What did she say? She was like, and I'm the one who has a drinking problem. Okay, but, like, have you seen those, like, rumors online that, like, the producers are covering up Sutton's drinking problem? Yes. And I mean, I said this last episode, guys, someone who orders Grey Goose straight up with a side of grapefruit juice just so they can, like, put it in little by little vodka is a hell of a drink straight, mama. As someone who used to drink a lot, that's a fucked up. But this is the first time, like, this episode that I, like, saw Sutton, like, really stumbling over her words like that. Like, most of the time, she's, like... She holds her liquor. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I don't... To me, it didn't even feel drunk, though. It just felt like she was confused. No. I mean... And also, Erica being like, yeah, ma'am, we'll get to it. Looking at Garcelle. And then you know that Erica and fucking Diana had a conversation before because Diana was like, you have drinking problem, Garcelle? (laughs) so i was like do i have a drinking problem yes you have a drinking problem oh my gosh i just get her off my tv screen get her off get her off she just does not have the ease of vernacular as tiffany pollard once said she does not possess the vernacular that she thinks she she does um we did have a a shining light in this episode with kathy talking about working with the homeless and working with the toothless okay because that i've worked with both I've worked with both. She said, I've worked with both. And then you have Erica being like, she just said, I worked with the homeless and the two. It's not funny. And Dorit I thought like, it was, it's I not funny. Garcelle. It's not funny. I found it hilarious. I, I love was Garcelle thinking. just being like, what do you mean? I'm not laughing at your charity. I'm laughing at Kathy. <laughs> <laughs> then you have Sheree in the corner, just cracking up. They were all laughing about it. Then you, it's look at, funny. It's, it's funny. Cam. It's camp. Then you have the confessional moment of all of them just being like, what's the name of the charity again? 
was not, or Kyle just being like, was not homeless. Kyle said <laughs> the name does need work, but they are doing amazing things. Toothless, and they're doing amazing things. Uh, but it's also still like, it's like, okay, they're like, the name is like, also yeah, like homeless, but they got their teeth. It's all like that's what I'm saying though. Like, okay, once you fix their teeth, are you gonna find them a house? Right. <laughs> are you gonna help them on their way to being a homeowner? Problems and teeth. <laughs> ah! I can't. I'm fucking done. She ain't got a house, but she got her teeth, Ooh, mama. <laughs> she ain't got nowhere to live, but she got some balloons. We're fucking done. Oh, I can't. Okay. And so that we oh, get sorry. <laughs> go ahead. What? Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just gonna laugh at Kathy being like, homeless not toothless, homeless not toothless, homeless not toothless, homeless not toothless. Boy, did I get snapped at about the toothless and the homeless association? What difference is it? Toothless and homeless, homeless and toothless. I'm gonna be calling you tonight going toothless and homeless, homeless and toothless, toothless and homeless, homeless and toothless. What it's the same thing. I'm not taking your call. Toothless and homeless, homeless and toothless, toothless and homeless, homeless and toothless. And Garcelle's here. I just, oh yeah, I'm gonna call you. Oh yeah, when she leaned over to her, she's yeah, like, she's like, I'm gonna call you tonight. Like, homeless not do this, homeless not do this, homeless not do this. Garcelle is like, do not call me. Do not. Call also, Garcelle's like, I'm not picking up, bitch. Also, I love when Kathy was like, wow, I'm really taking it tonight. <laughs> <laughs> It's because she's like, she's never been in the drama like since she started on this show. She just looked at Garcelle and was like, well, shit, I'm really fucking good. I'm really getting it tonight, aren't I? You just wait, Kathy. You wait. You wait. You got a big storm coming. She's literally that meme. You've got a big storm coming, mama. No, literally. Um, then we get the Erica versus Garcelle of it all where she's like, you try to push that out of drinking problem. Try to push it, though didn't you you know she's like thought she was eaten she thought she was eaten i mean like i mean in fairness like i will say that like erica has a minor point of like that garcelle hasn't really been going to erica about these issues or whatever but he hasn't been going to erica's in a minor point she's a major point (laughs) the fans don't see it because they hate her Okay, I was trying to tread lightly here, but I I'm gonna go full force. And then the producer showed every time that Garcelle has gone to everybody and been like, "So Erica, drinking problem. Erica, drinking problem." It's like, okay, we get it. You're trying to push this storyline, which I'm happy for, but you also have to take it when you're getting called out. And uh, Garcelle, I mean, we saw this line a million fucking times throughout every episode. I don't know what what line did we see more? The Erica, you're doing that yourself, or the. I'm not Michelle Obama. When you go low, I'm going low with you. <laughs> I don't know which line we saw more throughout the I don't the know season. which one we saw more. I Arguably, I think that Candy's was better out of For the sure, But also, I disagree with Candy because, bitch, you go low, I'm going six feet under. <laughs> I'm going so much. And that's my problem, guys. That's my problem. That is I've 100% always, your problem. I've always been that bitch. Guys, and then I'll say you, sorry you, later. You guys don't know what it's like to walk through the streets of New York with Mo. It is, <laughs> it is truly chaotic. It, it was a truly chaotic experience where, like, you know, like, I mean, in Ohio, you know, I lightly move my arm and a gust of wind even just so hit somebody. I didn't even touch them. It just like b- move some air in their direction. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. 
Mo is just like zigzagging, pushing through people, shoulder checking people, getting frustrated when they're walking too slow. Walks around that makes it a point that like you are going so fucking slow. It's like oh, when we were waiting on the sub, we we're waiting to get on the subway, and the, the doors opened up, and these people were gonna walk in, and Mo goes, "Come on now, go, go." <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm a New Yorker. I can't. And to be fair, though, we were on Fifth Avenue, which is like very much tourist. And I'm like, you need to get the fuck out of my way, though. I'm, I got places to be. I got places to be. I'm chaotic as fuck. And then there was a point where I like zoomed and ran up the stairs and I forgot that I wasn't alone. And I looked back and Zach and our friend Vinny were like all the way down at the stairs. And then all Zach, the way behind him. That comes up and I'm like, you should see me on, on the way to work on a Monday morning, bitch. I'm like fucking crisscross. Girl, I can't even imagine. Imagine. Okay. Imagine that energy, but with like fucking Renaissance playing in my ear. I'm number one. I'm the only one. That's what we are. <laughs> I just, I, I just see you walking through the streets of New York. Move out the way. <laughs> I'm with the way. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, but just finishing up our little recap, we got Erica versus Garcelle. We got that line of the episode. Garcelle, like where Garcelle is like, Erica, I don't have to make you look bad. You're doing that all on your own. The girls are fighting. Kyle's face. <gasps> <gasps> and it's work. It's crazy. And then we, are getting the Aspen trip next week. And you know, they have been gassing up this Aspen trip online for months now. So I think it's going to be good. I it think better it's be. be and I'm, I'm expecting. I also said it's Amsterdam level. I'm expecting Amsterdam. I think she said it was worse than Amsterdam. Okay. Well, she said she actually loves Aspen and it's now tainted for her. Also, I do remember when, uh, what did Erica say? She was going to call son. She's like, her son's like, I'm going to call you, Erica. I'm going to call you and we're going to talk. And Erica's like, yeah, Fucking don't. <laughs> no, don't call me. Don't, don't fucking call, call me. me, bitch. Um, that's when you notice where Sutton was drunk, where she was, I'm gonna call you, Erica. Yeah. We're gonna talk. We're gonna we're talk. Gonna, we're gonna talk. We're and gonna Erica's talk like, now. yeah, the fuck we are. No. 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 I do, do not wish Erica would have just been like, I'll I'll take the call. The call's <laughs> coming from inside the house, bitch. Oh Lord. Oh Lord. Well, that is our real housewives of Beverly Hills recap. So I'm not going to make it about Michael and William. I know, but you did, though, because at the table you said, how's she talking about what they do? And she said her nephew's back. You did not like it, and I understand it. But I felt like it was truth in what I was saying. It was truth in what I was saying. No, 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 no. The things you were saying about my husband was not true. I was making a true statement. And however you feel of I should not have said it in front of other people, for that I will apologize. And you were going hard on Ralph. And to me, he could not defend himself without everybody looking at him like he was arguing with a woman. Because at the end of the day, I feel like, once again, you feel like, oh, y'all know how I am. Y'all know I'm going to go below the belt. So it's like, okay, so can't nobody say nothing to you then? No, you can say something, but I'm just saying. I'm Michelle Obama. You go low, I'm going low with you. And you me too. So we both know we all... All right, guys, let's talk about the Real Housewives of Atlanta. We are still in Jamaica. We're rounding out the Jamaica trip. Overall... Overall, I'd say this Jamaica trip is a little lackluster than kind of a flop. Past, than past cast trips on Atlanta. 
Yeah. I mean, it's also, you know why I was saying this in one of our group chats, it's missing the fun. Yeah. Like there's no fun because Sonia is literally working 24 seven and it feels like every cast member is just like chasing Sonia through work and trying to film a scene with her. And it's like, there's no fun in this show right now. It's like, it's just weird. And I'm like, okay, why did like Megan King Edmonds faked her fucking having cousins and she went out for an hour and tried to find her goddamn cousins. And then we were done with that storyline. I just Bethany don't like, I don't tasting. like, and I feel like this has happened a few times. I don't like when housewives bring the, like use a work trip as a cast trip. I don't like that. I liked when Bethany did it in Mexico because it was like, well, that was, was like, we're tasting tequila. Right. It was like, like we're just going to taste tequila. We're so going to taste Anya's tequila. like literally going to like create an app or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, like I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that. Yeah. No. No. I, abs- I absolutely don't want to see that. And I absolutely don't want every housewife chasing you. Fucking Sheree chased you so much. She lost her voice. Okay. That was my favorite part of the entire episode. You know what my favorite part of the episode was? When Sheree was like, lost her voice and Marlo's like, you lost your voice because you were rooting for me as a friend. You were screaming so hard for me to win that race. And Sheree was like, I just had money on it, dude. <laughs> I just, I was trying to win my money back. Every Marlo time. Like, every, Not the money! It was making, it was just like, it would just scare me every single time it would happen because they would be at dinner and they'd be like, all right, do you like understand which I feel like it was just some miscommunication. And then Trey would be like, there's just a miscommunication between the two of you. I'm like, <laughs> I love Trey Whitfield. Um, yeah. This trip has just been like, I mean, the only thing we had was bitch on worldwide. I do love um, Marlo trying to talk to Kenya or candy on the bus and candy being like, girl, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Like, shut up to me. I like when she was like trying to gossip about Simon Gubadia and Portia and she's like, what are you talking to me? <laughs> yeah. What if she was like, Portia got a, got a Range Rover <laughs> or Portia got a Porsche. Or no, like, what, what kind of car was it? I forget what kind of car it was, but like a Rolls Royce bitch. That's what it was. But like, Which so was allegedly the same Rolls Royce that um, uh, Fallon Gubadia had. <laughs> Oh, that's the post. Yeah, that was the post. That's what they were talking about. And we talked about it on this podcast that Miss Gabadia, Mr. Gabadia gave uh, Miss New Gabadia, the old Miss Gabadia's car. <laughs> Say Gabadia again. Gabadia. It's Legs and hips and Gabadia. Body, <laughs> not that. Oh god. Um, this episode starts off with Sanya versus Kenya again, like continuing that whole argument. And I was like watching, and I was like, "What the fuck are they even arguing about?" I don't think they know what they're arguing about. They're arguing about the sake, the thing that they feel like they need to argue because they know nothing's going on. Yeah, I don't think Kenya even cares enough about Sanya to even fight with her. Yeah. She did read her up in the end of this episode. She was like, okay, let me, I'm going to have Miss Girl have it because she's getting on my last Which fucking Which that's what I was happy about the last dinner compared to this dinner because this dinner with the husbands where the husbands like interject and try to stop what's going on. I'm like, get them out of here. Get them out of here. Ross like stood up and was like, don't stop talking about my wife. And it was like, dude, you haven't been to any housewives dinner because they were nice to your wife compared to this. <laughs> Do you literally? Kenya you was been, extremely kind to kind, Sonia. Kind, uh, Kenya might as well have given her a hug. And no, a of course. Because no. Kenya is a mean, mean girl. But she's been pretty nice this season, I'd say. I love Kenya this season. Mm-hmm. I love her. Let's talk She by Sheree. 
Oh my God, Sheree, how are you three weeks away from an event and you don't have one piece of fabric? You don't have a garment. You don't have models. Like, Sheree, what are you doing? We're about to um, have another fashion show with no fashions. How dreadful. How dreadful. (laughs) That's what we're about to have. Um, But yeah, we're about to have like a she by Sheree fashion show part two where it's like kind of deja vu kind of like history repeating itself that's the vibe that i'm getting someone so tweeted and said michael jackson was alive when she by Sheree started <laughs> <laughs> you guys let let that one sink in okay i want to compile an entire list of like all the things that were going on when she by no have, you should have you well i know you probably zach's been busy guys but you should have been on housewives twitter the past week because every Day, there was a new tweet of this was around when she by Sheree started. Oh started my god, when she by Sheree started. Then people were being ignorant and being like, um, we, we haven't landed on the moon yet since she by Sheree, you know, those kind of things. That like was kind like of Alexa to me and uh, the Declaration of Independence, <laughs> that level of stuff. If you know, you know, yeah. Um, but yeah, and then so she doesn't have any fashions, she doesn't have How any do models. You have one thing. She doesn't have anything. She doesn't have her voice. She doesn't have her voice. She does have <laughs> Apollo next episode. Apollo night up. They, did they really need to do that dramatic kind of like entrance? Because we him saw though? him in the trailer. Like, no. Apollo's fine ass. It's Ugh. not Phaedra. Like, if a Phaedra right. was coming in. Could you like imagine? Uh, is that Phaedra Bart? I wish. Is that uh, Kim Zosiak? Is that Kim Zosiak? I wish, like, not even Portia showing up for the final. Like, that would have been good. Remember when Kenya showed up for the final and then came back? Yeah. That would have been real good. When she, when okay. she came in and she was like, ah, hi. And, and Nene, Nene called her baby buffalo. a buffalo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so there's rumors come, going around. Obviously, Portia's returning. We know that. But there's, like, a veteran is returning to Housewives. There was, like, all these tweets about, like, Portia's not a veteran. Portia's not a veteran. And I'm like, who the is a veteran bitch she was on for eight seasons eight seasons eight seasons who is that who is a veteran she, she's a vet she is the vet what are you talking about well the the vet would be nini leaks but we know like, no, well Nini's the og nini's the og and like yeah, there's different between vets and og also nini, nini OG. dropped the lawsuit yeah she did i mean if I don't honestly, if it means that Nene Leaks is coming to Bravo in any capacity, I'm okay with it. I do think that it needs to start with a girl's trip. I agree. Because I honestly think that Nene will be so fun on a girl's trip. I don't think I that think about be... it all the time about how, like, all the things that she was saying about Andy. And I was like, she was loving on Andy and he was loving on her, like, all the time. Like, they were yeah. like, and it's like, did Bravo stop your bag or did your bag just stop coming because like you other housewives became famous? And it's like you were arguably on Ryan Murphy shows. Okay, that ended. Ryan Murphy stopped casting you, whatever. Um, you were on Broadway, but then other housewives got Broadway. Erica got Broadway, Candy got Broadway. Like, you know, it's just I think it was just the cycle of life. And I just don't think she was like ready to admit it that like it the same thing that happened to her. Happened to Vicky, happened to Tamra, happened to like all these housewives, you know, like yeah, and it, it's gonna it'll continue to happen to housewives. Yeah. Like it's gonna happen to Lisa Renna soon. Yeah. It's you know, it's just that's the way it goes. And I think that I would die a happy, happy man if I could see Nene Leakes and Sonia Morgan on Real Housewives Ultimate Girlship 4. I 
Mo, don't even, don't even like blue bomb don't, me like don't that. Don't you dare. Like, don't, don't you, you dare. dare. Don't you dare. <laughs> don't you fucking dare. Let's talk about the rest of this episode because not much happened in this episode besides the dinner. So like there was Let's the dinner just get at the to end. the dinner. Yeah. Um, so there's the my dinner favorite the part end. was those, the tops that they're both wearing the same Alexander McQueen top. Yep. I knew and- I, I have in my notes. Mo is going to want to talk about the Alexander McQueen tops. Okay. I will say one thing. Uh, Marlo walked in with the top, stunning, gorgeous, hated the pants she had on with the top. But I was like, who makes that top? That's a good top. And then Ca- Candy walked in with the top. And my brain is like, the second I see something, I start playing designers back in my head. McQueen, nowhere near my list. Nowhere near. I was like, I knew it was designer because Marlo, you know, but I was like, who makes that? Who? Um, the fact that Kenya almost bought it and the fact that Marlo said, Candy, you want to know what's funny? I also have it in black. <laughs> I love her. Um, one of my favorite parts of the dinner was obviously like, I love the, I am not Michelle Obama. Like when you go low, I will go lower. I'll go low with you. I'll go low with um, you. I'm, I go lower. Remember? But I did like um, San- Sanya's. What's up, Kenya? What's up, Kenya? And you was so confused. She's like, Between Kenya was like, "What are you talking? What are you talking?" <laughs> it was just so random to me. I was like, "It was so random." But Sanya, you know what I was thinking about during this dinner is like, okay, so like when we watch like first season Housewives, we have to think about like, do they stick up for themselves? Do they like get into the mix? Do they show their personal lives you know could this person grow or is this person a one season wonder i don't think that sonya is a one season wonder i think sonya stays oh sonya is a housewife for a while yeah she's she's finding her footing yeah like she's she's being outspoken she's fighting with the vets she is doing the damn thing i think that sonya is a really really good housewife and okay she could be annoying at times like uh, any housewife could be but you know what She's been a little like so annoying and so in the mess that it made us like Drew, which is crazy. It's crazy because I kind of love, I kind of love me some Drew Sedora. Yeah, I'm kind of. If you guys play the first episode of the Atlanta recap, I said some of the most foul, disgraceful things about Drew Sedora, and now I'm in. And that's how this game is crazy. That's why you cannot stick to an opinion and hold on. Because it's gonna change. Just it's like gonna change. I mean, gonna like, change. remember when I hated Tinsley Mortimer? Like, and I love her now. It's crazy. Crazy. Crazy, crazy. She's crazy, crazy, crazy. girl. No. <laughs> no, it's true. Like, you have to like just like how housewives will adapt and change over the seasons and you know, find new alliances, find new friendships and everything like that. We as viewers have to be malleable. We have to Come on, whips, Miriam Webster. What the fuck is that, bitch? Malleable. Never heard that shit in my motherfucking life. We have to be able to be like the pot and ghosts. Like, you know. (laughs) What the fuck? Be positioned. Yeah. Period. Most like, most like, whatever that bitch is saying. I'm I'm like, I don't know what she's saying, but I'm living. No, but I'm I mean, saying we have to be adaptable. We have to be able to evolve and grow with our housewives and also realize when our housewives aren't bringing it anymore or when they need to go or if they need to stay or if they're likable or if they're good. Like all those kinds of things. And I you totally know agree. Drew Sedora has won me over. I, I do enjoy her now. So I do too. And I think that Drew's here to stay too. And I think that 
we're going to get Drew and Portia next season. And that's a real friendship. They're like super close, which I think will be interesting to see with Portia coming back, especially, I think it's going to be interesting to see where she lies with everybody. Yeah. Obviously she hates Marlo. She's good with candy again. I think she'll be good with Kenya because of their dislike of Marlo. And I think that's going to put her and Sheree in a weird spot. Cause I know her and Sheree are still really close. She's obviously super close with Drew. Um, I do think if Portia comes back, we do need someone to come with her. Okay. As much as I think that Candy ate Marlo up at that dinner and gave a good performance. And I agree. I think that Candy, I think that Marlo brought out a little bit more in Candy this season. I still don't think it's enough. When she was sitting on the bed, like the. um, I mean, allegedly she got the third seat at the reunion. So. Like, she is just, it's time, like, same thing, like, when we realized it was time with Cynthia. Like, you know, I'm warming up to Candy. Okay, good for you. I am just, (laughs) I I don't think that she is needed. But if Candy goes, who comes back? Well, I mean, I'd love Phaedra, but she keeps saying that it's a sinking ship. But then also, like, keep in mind that Tamara was also going, like, I wouldn't come back. Right. Like, but I think she, remember when Tamara was like, I like my goodbye. life the way it is. And now she was yeah. like, she, that, that bitch was like, so excited to come back. Like, so, I mean, as she should, I truly think Phaedra is going to Dubai. I'm going to throw, listen, I'm going to throw a curveball out there and I'm going to say, you ready? Mm-hmm. You ready? I want wig back. I, I want wig back. Love Her daughter that. getting that little DUI. Messy boots. I would love wig. I want my wig, my wig, my wig. Because you know, because the thing is, with these my wig, women, my wig, my wig, my wig, yeah, my wig, my wig, my wig, my wig, yeah. My wig, my wig. yeah. <laughs> is that kids? Um, the thing with this cast is nobody is truly besties. Nobody is really, really close. Like Kenya and Candy, kind of, but still doesn't even feel like that because. Uh, Kenya has like a weird relationship with everybody, you know, doesn't feel as close as it should be. Portia comes back. You have her and Drew who are actually really close friends. Kim comes back. You have Kim and Sheree who are never, ever going to go against each other. Right. You have a real connection there. You have real friendship. You have, I got your back. You got mine. And we need more of that. I feel like, and I just think Kim would shake the table. I think it'd be such a good to have her back full time to not have Nene on. But if you have Kim back, you have to have Candy on because you need those who are going to just fucking. Yeah, fight. if Kim comes, I want Candy on because yeah. I want the. If you go there, I will. <laughs> what? Watch who the fuck you talking to right now? Oh, I want it back so bad. Also, I mean, I just like, I want like good nostalgic housewives callback which is what atlanta's missing like yeah. i mean kenya at this dinner calling back to did i say gone with the wind fabulous yeah i want that mm-hmm. me too me too i feel like atlanta only needs to go up i feel like it's got a nice little stepping stone right now it's like a step forward and i think we just need to push it even more you know I totally agree i think it's I think it's fine. I think it's doing well. I'm enjoying this season. The trip was a little lackluster. I don't know really where we go from here. Maybe there's like a few more episodes left. I'm ready for reunion and I'm ready to get next season shooting. Yep. A hundred. Well, that is our Real Houses of Atlanta recap. All right. That is our latest episode of It's About Bravo. You guys know the 
the drill. Make sure you follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at about underscore Bravo. Make sure that you are getting those notifications when new episodes drop. Don't forget to subscribe to the Patreon, which is going to be linked in the episode description. And make sure to subscribe there because we give you so much more tea on that. Some exclusive tea like... Mo meeting Kenya Moore, getting the reunion info like that. Is if you listened, you wouldn't. You already knew this theme. If you listened, mm-hmm. some of you were so shocked. Subscribe today. to the Patreon. Make sure to leave us a rate, like, and review. And we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.